0: Welcome to the Tapping Into podcast with Sarah Tobin. That's me. I've created this podcast to help you discover and tap into spiritual, alternative, and natural practices that could really change your life. I've been on a spiritual journey my whole life and I'm now an EFT or tapping practitioner. In this podcast, I have honest conversations on topics that I hope will deepen your soul connection allow you to reclaim your power and confidence, know that you're not alone, and feel inspired to find out more. I really hope this helps you on your journey. Today, I talked to Dorothy Winter, a spiritual healer who has started her training with Reiki. I myself trained in Reiki at the age of 19 and often draw upon the tools I learned in my everyday life and my clients too. So this episode is focused on explaining energy healing by starting with what our energy field or our aura actually is. We cover how it works and what the benefits are. Dot explains chakras, ties and cords and gives us some great tips on how to keep our energy field clear and stay grounded, which is super important right now. We chat about something quite new to me too, TRE or TRE, traumatic release exercise or shaking It's something Dot did with a practitioner during lockdown and has opened up an additional energy healing tool for her, often called light language. So if you're curious about subconscious energy healing at all, I really hope you'll enjoy this one. So in today's episode, my guests and I are discussing energy healing. Dorothy Winter is a spiritual healer and teacher who's been practicing for a decade. Her work is centered around abstracting and clearing stored energy in and around the human energy field. Dorothy wants to inspire more people to become energy conscious, to build an awareness of how energy can affect their physical, emotional, and mental patterning. Her treatments are focused on grounding, reconnecting the mind and body, and regulating the nervous system. So... There's a huge amount of that in that introduction alone. So welcome to the podcast, Dorothy. Hello. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Not at all. Um, I've been following you on Instagram for a while and I just love the energy that you put out there and I can just see you growing from strength to strength and I'm so interested to learn about the energy healing that you've done because I I believe you started with Reiki but have now taken on a variety of other healing modalities and uh, really just wanted to learn more about what it does, how it works, and why people should invest in energy healing. So to kick off, um, can you tell me a bit more about how you became um, connected with the energy healing world?
1: Yeah, sure. So um, through my teenage life, I had lots of of ups and downs with mental health. Um, And because of that, I was part of many systems, like CAMs and things like that. So I was already always kind of on the peripheral of understanding healing. I was always sort of like on the back foot. And, I, and everything that I was exposed to helped, you know, to a certain extent, but it didn't quite fit in my heart. There was something amiss. Um, and so that sort of journey sort of traveled through all of my life. Um, and then when I became like a young adult, I stumbled just across randomly people who were talking about energy work. And I didn't really understand it um, but when I had my son I had awful postnatal depression, depression um, and it was from that place that I saw healing um, and I went to see a lady and she did some Reiki um, and she cleared my field and if I could feel it I could feel it and I was like wow you know it felt like spaghetti getting pulled out of my head
0: wow. and I thought
1: I can I can feel this you know what does this mean if I can feel it it makes it real and I felt so grounded and so clear and centered that it captivated me I just I just knew this is where I needed to be Um, and then I had lots of sort of strange experiences but just kept bumping into it kept bumping into people who practiced it where I where we got married the lady opposite she was a healer Um, and it was from meeting people who directed me and navigated me to the lady I went on to learn from. Um, And yeah, I I just sort of, I fell in love with it. I fell in love with the fact it was so tangible uh, and that it just created a space of gentle inclusion that perhaps I never felt when I was younger. Wow. Did
0: you feel like it put you back together?
1: Yeah, I think it did. I think it did. I think it explained, because it was so otherworldly, Um, it was like going home. It was like finding a part of myself that had been missing. It was like a missing jigsaw puzzle piece. I was like, okay, this makes sense. Um, Not to other people, but to me, it does. Yeah,
0: I've got (laughs) shivers, actually, like serious shivers. Are you telling me that? (laughs) I think so many people can relate that the missing piece part and not, but not knowing where to find it, you Mm, know? Definitely. Yeah, It's amazing that you... You you know you were totally guided on that journey, weren't you? Every step of the way was just a little nudge in that right direction. Do you feel like that that was guided for you?
1: I think so. I think so. I mean, I know that lots of people have terrible times and they often feel they lose hope. They don't understand why things keep happening to them. And I think for a long time, I felt like that. You know, um, I felt like I was never fully going to be part of this world. Um, and I, I found that Reiki in its most sort of, um, simplest way, um, was, a was where I was supposed to be, but it was, it was, yeah, always where I was meant to end up. I can't imagine having, (laughs) doing anything else now. (laughs) I feel like, oh, I I'm glad it took so long. I'm glad that there was all that sort of trauma and strife beforehand because it allows you to hold more space for other people
0: yes yeah totally i feel the same like you know i couldn't do what i do now and support women with through baby loss and and stuff and that kind of level of trauma if i hadn't experienced it myself in the, in a way um yeah so i can totally relate to that um so what does reiki so, so you started with reiki let's start with that what does that actually do? And can you explain for people who don't understand about the energy field, how that works and how, how we collect stuff within it? OK, sure. So Reiki in the general term is universal
1: energy. Um, and the idea is that we are we all born healers. We all have the ability to feel and sense energy to a certain degree. Um, but Reiki is a way of kind of allowing an opening so we can channel it. So you can channel and send healing from the universe to people, places, animals, plants, what have you. Um, but our energy field is about a meter all around us, like three hundred and six degrees. And some people can see it. You know, people talk about the aura. Oh, I can see what colour you are. And things like that. Um, but even if you can't, I mean, I'm not. Re- I don't. I can't really see the aura. I can feel things in it, but I can't see it. Um, but if you imagine when you walk into a space, sometimes you just don't, it doesn't feel right. Some people don't feel okay. Um, and obviously there's an element of discernment. If you have experienced unsafe places, it might there's a part of that. But on the whole, you can you can go into a building, go to a party, meet somebody and just know that their energy's off. Or you can feel retired tired or drained from being right. around people. Yeah. Or you can be, feel really good being around people. Some people think you're <laughs> amazing. So the idea is that your aura, which is all around you, comes into contact with their aura. So you're kind of swishing in and out of other people's energy fields. So yeah. you can pick up their stuff. They can pick up your stuff. Um, but also from our own life trauma, as we know, that disconnection between our, our mind and our body, um, emotional pain. it gets It gets stored. It gets stuck in us. So... Reiki is about shifting, moving, clearing that, re-patterning the body, re the nervous system. And now what I work with is more about clearing, abstracting, taking away. Because for me, I feel that's actually the most um, transformational for people, to take away what they're holding onto. So they have to negotiate the space, the absence of holding which is a kind of different oh, way of yes. looking at it. Yes. When
0: so you, what you, happens then when they, let, when they release it? What's, what's filled in its place? Is that Well, I, I always feel of beautiful colours and affirmation. Yeah. So we're, if, you imma-
1: if you imagine you're a jug full of water, what we're doing is we're pouring the water out a little bit, a little bit each time. And so you have to suddenly, you're lighter, but you have to, um, well, you're in a place where you have introspection, so you're going to notice you're lighter. So what does that feel like? What does it feel like not to hold so much? Mm. And it's a different way, whereas Reiki traditionally is channeling in, soothing, calming, nurturing. And while I do do that, I like the idea of removing
0: yes. taking away. Yes, yeah, because I, I I, do that with clients on a visualization level. And I get them to visualize that. We use color and light and, um, you know, in a very high vi- high vibrational space, we do that work. So I, I see what you mean around um like the because we hold these as blocks, so these energy the energy that we're holding from trauma or for other from other people act as blocks right and then I suppose that's like blocks of energy flow, yeah. So then when you remove that, which is your, your main focus is the removing of the blocks, the energy can flow again, and I suppose more is there more an opportunity to reconnect with your true self then when you've not got this trauma sat on top of you yeah I think so because in in that space you you
1: inter you you can you go in don't you um and because my work's quite manual people often feel pulling they feel the removal
0: wow
1: so if I'm working around someone's root which is the base chakra for a lot of people that is you know your connection to your physical world your material world Um, and so like if you're if you've disconnected for example from trauma the chances are you're more likely to store energy in your hips your tailbone your adrenal glands so if you're manipulating and putting that energy away you're suddenly aware of this part of your body so your your mind is connected to your body your internal landscape becomes part of you so that is healing because you're you're making relationships of your
0: body that perhaps you hadn't, or maybe you mentally had, but you hadn't felt it, or oh, you've forgotten, or disconnected from. So, going back a step to trauma and what happens with trauma and the body, you talked about disconnection. Can you explain that a little bit more? So, in order to be safe, our
1: brains make a decision for us. They're like, "This is not good. <laughs> We're going to get out of here, guys." And so they they sever. You disconnect in order to protect your body. It is your your brain's way of looking after you. Um, but often, what happens when we have that disconnection um, on an energetic or spiritual level, you're looking at the top part of your body breaking away from your bottom half. So your spiritual and your physical. Um, and so it's that it's that reconnection. So grounding, you know, going into going into your body is reconnecting and that takes time and if you've experienced trauma you have to go really slowly to not re-traumatize or re-trigger but you know we we experience trauma in different ways some people freeze some people run away some people disconnect um and it's about mending that it's about sort of resealing finding new pathways to 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 feel safe again to be back in our bodies yes the safety
0: is key isn't it 100%. So it's safe for this the full soul to come back down or the, the element of you that has disconnected and gone yeah. wherever is it's the safety to to come back into the body. And do you think that abstracting the negative energy from the traumas and other people, etc., that has been carried, allows that safety to happen, like that, that reconnection. Is I think what so. happens. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because I think to a certain extent you're lying with yourself, aren't you? You know, if you, if you receive like um, energy healing, most people lie down rather than sit down to receive mm. it. So you're lying with yourself for a period of time. And although I talk my way through for clients, I often say what I'm bringing in. I talk them through it almost oh, like great. a visualization. So I kind of mix it together. You're still, you're still you lying down, listening to your internal dialogue, negotiating the removal or, you know, there's an element of you going, "Oh, I don't that doesn't feel good. Why doesn't it feel good? What does that mean? Um, So the 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 more sessions you have, or the more you feel connected to the person who is holding that space for you, the safer you feel. The more quicker that process will, because you'll want you'll feel okay to let to things let go. go, and you have to feel okay. You have to feel safe. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's amazing. It's so true. Um, so the. The, the benefit, what's the end benefit, I'll say, having a uh, release of the trauma and, and a reconnection? How would somebody feel different afterwards?
1: So, well, some people feel instantly lighter. They'll be like, wow, gosh, I've never experienced anything like that before. And they'll be full of euphoria and they'll they'll wander off and uh, and, and they'll feel really good and they'll send me great messages. And, um, and other people, it doesn't work quite like that because that's not that's not life is it um sometimes the negotiation continues for many days of how do i feel do i feel better actually i don't know if i like this too much has come up but the the thing is what comes up is stuff that's always been there um and it's the dissolving of that it's the looking at that so people tend to feel like they have they're stronger they have more resilience they oh, understand wow. themselves better they have a better idea about why energy in certain parts of their body have been stored there and what that means for them they have more i don't know clarity about how they're holding themselves and their body um and i think it helps sort of begin that process of forgiveness um you know and and self-love you know that's
0: yeah if it sounds just so healing like in in many many ways and the Reiki that I've done in the past has been very um, subconscious. So, you know, I've, I've lain there or I've given Reiki treatments myself and, and, you know, I'm doing my own thing and they're doing their own thing, but it sounds like you are bringing the conscious into it a little bit more from both sides. So yourself and the pay, the client, is that yeah. right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And is that more effective for you? Do you think?
1: I think for me and for the participant, for for the client, because it comes back to safety. And I think sometimes lying there for some people is too difficult. It's too challenging. The silence is too much. So I'm always really conscious that if I can allow story to be part of the narrative of the healing, it it helps them. So, um, yeah, originally with SUI, we were taught hands-on healing. So you're just channeling and holding parts of the body which is beautiful and Mm -hmm. nurturing and soothing. But now what I tend to do is sort of integrate lots of sort of more shamanic manipulations um, and things like, you know, emotional and mental release where you you pick colours and you channel the colour and you get them to breathe and you you fill in with things they they, they love and you put affirmations. I just think it makes a sort of more dynamic um, and unique multi-dimensional. Session, I suppose. Yeah,
0: definitely, definitely. So, what can apart from kind of trauma and and emotion, stored emotion, is there anything else that you can let go of through this? So, I'm I'm going to kind of refer to past life trauma, for example. Yeah. What comes up for you, or what has come up for you with clients around things been held in the energy field that relate to a past life?
1: So often, people who come to see me who Go back or have visions or release like old timeline things tend to be people who have already consciously been on that road before,
0: um,
1: who are aware of it. So, people, it's not not their first,
0: no, no energy healing experience, yeah, okay, yeah. So,
1: they might say, like, I might mention their throat, like, oh, yeah, I know what that is, that's like, oh, yeah, I've been told before, you know, I was a peasant in Romania or something, and you're like, oh, okay, um, but, um when we work through the field so this aura we talk about it's got many layers um and as you work up through the aura you hit the karmic um and ancestral um energy so things that we've inherited generational um i find really fascinating that people carry on from their mothers and their mothers yes mothers and what have you um lots of illnesses tend to correlate through families um but also people who've experienced trauma in past lives still carry those wounds today so when I'm removing sometimes what I'm removing isn't even from this this plane from this dimension from this yeah. timeline which is so fascinating but I'm a doer I'm a, I'm a I'm a I'm a doer so it's for me I don't necessarily see but for the client they do they know what that means for them does that make sense amazing
0: yeah yeah, so you would feel the energy.
1: I'm a feeler. Would, yeah,
0: yeah. Would know that it's related to something big and heavy and possibly that could be something maybe that's been there for a long long time. Yeah. 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 So can you explain to me about chakras for listeners who aren't aware of what they are and what they mean? So
1: chakras are energy
0: centers or portals that we have on our physical
1: body, but actually they extend up above our head and then below our feet. Um and they are I often see them as like bands of energy as well, um, and they're connected to the meridians in our central nervous system um, and the endocrine glands, and they help to nourish the blood. So they kind of in, they deal with the entire spectrum of consciousness um, and everything. They they absorb and they transmit it, and therefore they have an effect on our layers of our body we can't see in the aura. Well, some people can see them, but they extend wow. out so if you are around people or places that don't feel good you can absorb due, through those energy centers but then you can also transmit them out um but also they tell a story of our physical body as well so they're all kind of connected to different glands different organs that wow. represent different things of our bodies so you can kind of piece together like a story um so you know lower back pain often related to the base chakra, which are looking at support. So kind of there's a there's a story.
0: So there's like a theme with each
1: chakra. Yes. Yeah. yeah, definitely. But I think we can store we can store emotional energy anywhere in our body. True. Yeah. But the chakras give us a kind of a guideline
0: of why and where we might absorb and hold on to energy. Hold on to energy. And from working with your clients, is there any particular chakras that you find the most blocked or uh in need of support
1: well i think having come that's a big question <laughs> I think having come through or continuing to work through covid then i would say that the base is really um needy that's our connection to our the physical world and our safety so yes a lot of us are not feeling safe so we are kind of dislocating from our physical body so we're separating from that presence um material am i safe in my body am i safe in my home am i safe Mm. on this planet so they're 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 massive themes um and we we really need to be in our bodies and need to be connected to that base chakra in order to clear through the other chakras but also to live in, in a whole in a wholeness basically in the so, present life yeah. yeah so the base and then the heart because the heart's connected to everything the heart is where we discern from purify from um connect to other people it's where we feel things so the heart is really kind of like the the, the source point for all, for all of us, for all of our bodies. It's like so, the
0: governing chakras. It? Yeah, like, it's the king the, the or the queen. Yeah, yeah the
1: exactly, exactly. So, yeah, <laughs> I'd say the base and the heart for me they always seem to be sort of the biggest, the biggest portal centers.
0: And uh, talking about COVID times, and you said that you you are working remotely. So, how does remote healing work for someone who's considering? Uh, an energy healing type of therapy but doesn't know that they can receive it virtually basically well i mean
1: i've always i mean energy can go anywhere it has no you, you can't you can't bind it or or, or um, give it a perimeter um our thoughts we know can can stretch we can think about somebody in another country and, and visualize them in love and know that that so that healing thoughts will get there um but for me i had to try and find a way that felt like authentic when I was giving healing I've always up until like the last seven months been presently healing with people mm. um but what I've kind of what transpired through working online was that I was able to kind of like leave me <laughs> etherically take my etheric feet and then enter the the space of another person regardless of where they are or, wow. what, or what time scale they're on um and I suppose like for me, I use my words. I'm quite destri- descriptive. I try to give a story. So we work together. Um, I'm, I, I don't like to sort of leave anyone just sort of waiting. Whereas if you're with somebody, you can hold them.
0: You've got touch. Yes, yes. And the physical sensation is supportive and and yes. safety, isn't it? Feels maybe safer.
1: Definitely, so I suppose what I what, and that's really important that people feel safe that is that's so important, and so what I do is kind of give a story, but I, I work with the person, so you're aware of where i'm working through the body, so you have that um visual connection to your parts of your body as I work through it mm. um, and people have you know responded it's probably so, even better <laughs> in a way, I, like I prefer it, but I feel like there is there's there's not there's no rules yeah you know like yeah, your imagination yeah. is the playground and mm-hmm. and i think with that people are able
0: to really sort of go with it because Let of the go. story element yeah. to it yeah yeah for sure that's amazing Amazing. And one thing I really wanted to, to discuss with you, because I, it's come up in my Reiki training years ago, but I use it all the time still now and myself and clients, is, is ties and cords, primarily negative ties and cords. Can you explain what they are So for people who haven't heard that term before? Okay, so how I feel and see them
1: are... So first of all, I see them. I see them as like literal ropes or wow. hooks or... Amazing. um yeah or like plats or bands around people yeah um and they are kind of imprints or resonance of vibration that we have to other people places memories but also that people may well have transferred onto us so there's a kind of connection either mentally because you might be thinking about that person or that mm-hmm. place or they reside on our body um and so by Breaking them and disconnecting them, you're you consciously are giving that that choice to no longer be affected by that person or that place or yeah. that memory um and I sort of see them as you know it's almost quite ceremonial when you remove them. I find it like such an empowering thing i mean for a lot of people, you know we are often sort of shadowed by something that may have happened to us or yes. a person or in a memory for a lot of trauma survivors you have either no memory of things or you have lots of flash flash bulb memories yeah and so to to break to rip away rip away those cords or cut those cords it's it's sort of saying i am able to now be present and no longer be bound to people in, co- in a contracted way i think yes yeah that makes sense exactly.
0: yes definitely i um I always cut the negative ties and cords between people because there's probably still positive ties, you know, between people um, just so that in case the negative energy is affecting them in some way, shape or form. And I suppose you don't really need to know what the impact of any of that is. It's just it's kind of a routine thing to clear it and, and to release it, isn't it?
1: Yes. Yeah. Part it, of a I-
0: healing session.
1: Yeah and I think if you're saying for the highest and best good
0: yeah, for all concerned For all involved yeah exactly yeah
1: you know, it is always the, for the best for the best outcome for all
0: and it, talking about absorbing other people's energies how do we in an everyday sense start to learn how to protect our energy tuning into maybe our sensitivity um, and what are your tips and tricks in terms of you know keeping our energy field clear
1: okay so i think for anyone who's empathic or sensitive they you already know you are <laughs> but i think more and more people have become empathic and sensitive to energy just due to the fact there's so much around we're all in this kind of like static energetic um vibration aren't we with the, with the change and fear and what have you so getting grounded is probably like the number one thing and making it a routine and a ritual So if you ritualize something, that is like the best way to ground yourself. Um, And if you can wake up in the morning and visualize your feet anchoring into like your earth star chakra, which is a chakra below your feet, or taking it further down, down, down into the earth and making that a ritualistic thing, you are kind of combining two practices in one one you're kind of setting the intention this is something you're going to do every day yeah who you you're then anchored into the earth you're no longer just sort of floating about willy-nilly you're you're being held by the the greatest cosmic mother of all time (laughs) yeah um and then from that rounded space you'll be able to be more in your body if you're embodied you're less likely to pick up any kind of debris that's floating around from other people um you'll be more aware of how you feel when you enter spaces but you can clear your field as well and for me when i'm working for people what i mainly find is the energy that's in their field so like a giant bag of corkscrews and coils and dust all around people so to clear this you can you can do a couple of things you can do what we call the cleansing breath So you breathe in and as you breathe in, you visualize your breath going up the back of your legs to the top of your head. And then you exhale and allow your breath to come from the top of your head down to your feet. And you keep breathing in and out. And Each time you visualize your breath just extending a little bit further away from you. And keep going and keep going, just feeling your breath pushing out. So you're pushing out into your electromagnetic field until you, till you as far as you possibly can. And so you've not only cleared your field that's surrounding you, but actually you've created your own bubble of light. You've created your own force field. And sometimes I do this to people when I don't want them to come near me. I get bus stops so, <laughs> as a non-driver. Amazing. There's always a strange person at a bus stop that you don't yes. want to speak to. So you can kind of do that. You can actually push your electromagnetic field away. So
0: That's it's great. like creating a bubble of energy around you, but starting with the breath and starting quite close to the body, yeah. within the body, and then it literally is pushing out. So you're kind of using your energy to just just push out what's not yours yes yes
1: and Mm -hmm. I think if you can really get into it you can really feel you can really feel the power in that um and then also with your I mean breathe it your breath is such a powerful um uh, magical skill to use but the waterfall breathing I find particularly helpful if you need a really quick clear up um, and that's just breathing in as you breathe in you visualize all the negative energy around you coming up around your body gathering above your head and then you burst it into like white light and you just watch it shower from your head to your feet wow so, like, what waterfall breath so that's really like kids love
0: it i guess amazing a lot.
1: yeah it's had. it's really good because if you're somewhere you just need to quick clear that clear that energy or you're becoming overwhelmed or overloaded it gives you a visual
0: but powerful kind of quick get yeah amazing I love that one
1: and there's there's so many more (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I mean like I think I said to you before like clearing calling your calling your power back at night like that's such a beautiful one like putting your hands on your solar plexus in bed and then just calling all of your power back so today I call all of my power back you can have it again tomorrow, <laughs> but today I'm calling it back. So when you sleep, you sleep with all your energy back inside of you.
0: Wow, that's great. So
1: you're no I, longer
0: leaking. You know, I think we yes, give yes, so much, yes. don't we? Totally. So much. So, um, I've started to do that, but um, so I call back what I have willingly or unwillingly given away, and I release what I've taken on from others. Perfect. So like in the same sentence, kind of thing. So that's, that's starting gorgeous. to become of a, 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 a habit. And sometimes I do it in the shower. Sometimes I have like a shower at nighttime and see, almost see it like it's just washing away the day and what I've collected in the day.
1: God, that's, yeah, it's beautiful. It's mm. a beautiful way to do that. And I think in that sense, you know, for a lot of us, sleep isn't always restorative. Yeah, a lot of us, it feels bloody busy. Like, <laughs> it feels, oh my yeah, God. Exactly. So e- another way you could do is when you call your power back, then you call in your angels, you call in your guides and you ask them to protect you while you're sleeping. So as you're not astrally traveling, you're yes. not trying to process all the stuff you haven't been able to. You've already worked, your day's done. And just to feel that kind of protection. So when you wake up, you wake up not completely and utterly energetically like void and, and like malnourished, but you feel ready because it's from yes. that place of wholeness and grounding that we can work out ha- if something is in our field. I think if your container is full, it's so hard to see or feel when you're slopping all over the place. You don't know, yeah, yeah. So like a little
0: bucket, and you don't even realize, yeah, yeah. You need to be kind
1: of neutral to re re sort of feel when something enters your field. That's like you need that extra discernment of.
0: Yeah, I think it's being aware, really aware of yourself too, isn't it? And but and you need time for that. You need space to get to know yourself and feeling know when you're feeling a little bit off and then why might you be feeling in that, you know, in that way and then looking at the energy practices to help or tapping and other and other things as well.
1: Yeah. Often yeah. it's the pause, isn't it? And I think, you know, it's really hard to find that pause. It's hard to find stillness because with stillness comes information, but it's finding that time to give yourself permission to pause,
0: to yeah. rest, to sit. Yes really really difficult and and actually we're conditioned to do the opposite aren't we with that's the feminine way of being isn't it and we are conditioned for the masculine striving doing don't stop and sit and think just crack on yeah. whereas actually yeah the feminine way of felt so alien to me for so long I'm still slowly working on it um you receive far more creative thoughts you, you know, you're so much more in tune that that intuition becomes stronger, like it it, it serves you a lot better when that's more balanced, isn't it? Mm.
1: Mm, definitely, yeah. definitely.
0: Um, I mentioned something that we haven't discussed, but it's come up into my mind, and I think I, sh- I want to ask you about it is the shaking. And you, you've you is that okay to talk yeah, about that? Yeah, okay, because I've seen it's it great. on your posts, and obviously. It's really key to tra- for trauma, and we've both experienced trauma, and you work with people I- in trauma. So, tell me what it is. Okay,
1: so um, it's not like obviously people do shaking in in dance, which which is really good. For, really good to shake; it feels good. Um, but I, I'm never going to say it right. So I call it TRE, but people I think people who are, who are practitioners call it turi It's Oh,
0: right. So, okay. it's
1: trauma release exercises so okay. what you do is you stimulate your body to create its own tremor which you would do if you do exercise and your legs go wobbly you know and you're like oh no or, like a
0: plank
1: yeah <laughs> or, you know, you're trying to
0: hold your stomach because so that that, 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 that kind often. of tremor
1: but um, yeah. it's after you've had children we often shake when you yeah. are after birth yep yeah Uh, um when you're scared or nervous if you've got to do public speaking or something's happening so this is like hand wobbling stuff yeah yeah Yeah, but we we are kind of conditioned to close that down or close Mm. that down that's that's not okay put your blanket on hold them they're panicking they're panicking but actually the panic is the release so by pausing the release coming out yeah yeah you're you're stopping it and um so, the, so you, you stimulate your body, really simple exercises, honestly, really simple, and then you, you lie down and then you start opening, closing your legs from a butterfly position. And as you do that, your legs start reverberating and then it travels from the lower part of your body to the top and you start having this kind of um, conversation. Where, where is it going to? And it's a bit like separating your mind. Um, it's sort of like stopping your ego con- talk you know yeah. um and it's allowing it to happen and it's about becoming embodied and with that reconnecting to parts of your body and it's that repatterning which is so um powerful it's it has literally changed so much for me and this is it's, amazing yeah and it's I, I, it's, it's so fascinating because um I think one of the the guys who came up with it he went over to oh, I can't remember to a country and he was trying to teach these ladies I think the Swahali midwives he was trying to teach them these tray these tray moves and apparently the like, ladies started laughing halfway through and they were going push push and they were laughing he was like why are you laughing and they, and they were like well we do this we do we don't let the ladies um, sit down after the late they have the ladies have the baby standing up yeah. And then they don't let them sit down until they've stopped shaking. Oh. They understand that the tremors are good. They're the release safe.
0: of the trauma to the body. Yeah.
1: yeah. And wow. it's just, you know, it's us in our Western world who are like, oh, panic attack, you know, oh, it's bad, it's bad, you're shaking. It's like, no, it's okay. It's okay to shake. So what what shaking does for me personally is reconnect me to my body. So my first treatment ever, the lady who led it was also a a tapping practitioner. So when things were sort of zipping up and down into my face, like I was feeling most like feelings in my face, like actual like lightning bolts zapping around. Wow. And she was like, oh, tap your head, tap your head. So I was tapping my head and I could feel it all coming into my face. And I think in trauma, you forget what your face does. Like often our faces are so still. Yeah, in the shock. It's shock like, Yeah, you know, is, it was the muscles of your face almost like they, they're um, they're frozen, frozen in time. So yeah, oh I just, my
0: gosh, <laughs> am I selling it to you? <laughs> I need to start shaking. <laughs>
1: it's so it's so good, and like and actually, I started doing this in lockdown because you know I was working, but old stuff was coming up for me, and I was like, I can't keep telling my story. I can't keep this. Te- I can't. I can't keep telling the story. I need. I need to move. Need something else, and so
0: does it work on like literally shaking out the hidden emotional blockages, or does it do something for the limiting beliefs as well? I
1: think it depends on how you would use it. But I, the the lady who I worked with was like, It's not spiritual, (laughs) and I was like, Yeah, but it is, and she's like, No, it's not, and I was like, But Uh, it kind of is. (laughs) She was like, She she, doesn't, she was very much, I think she wanted to keep it in the lane of you're repatterning your body physical you're regulating your nervous system Mm -hmm. um when you regulate your nervous system you you feel safe you know it's that trauma all of that so i kind of know i quite like the fact she was quite stern
0: (laughs) (laughs) On keeping it, like, yeah, you know. Don't you take this on a spiritual path from me? Like, oh
1: yeah, no, but my heart chakra was feeling. She's like, no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, no,
1: but for me, it was spiritual because actually, what came out of that was me channeling all this light language. Yes, which I wouldn't have done had I not been connected to my body. Wow.
0: Okay. So, talk to me at light language because that was going to be our last question. So, so well,
1: I mean with my practice i i to abstract energy i move so if you were to come and see me in in, in person i'd be moving and moving the energy and abstracting it manually manipulating with your me. hands yeah yeah so i've always moved i've always been the kind of a mover um and then when i in my personal practice when i've been when energy comes in i often use my hands and my body to convey that to send the message to express the message but um it was kind of getting stuck it was almost it was coming down but it was i guess just sort of sitting on my shoulders and my my arms now when i was having these tray sessions i became so embodied which is scary and exciting all at one one time um that following that when i when i was bringing the light codes in i call them light codes so i was bringing the energy in to express my, my i found my voice and then i was able to express it through tone and whistling and then (laughs) more recently a language I I know not what it is but I for me it feels like I'm channeling my higher soul self yeah and I find when I'm with people and I'm clearing particular parts of their body like the chakras for example I find I'm in conversation with their higher aspect of their chakra their soul self so then i'm wow. converse, like to remove what i was doing before was one way and now i find that i'm, I'm removing lots of energy by just talking to you're it. working with them <laughs> sounds really <pretty laughs> weird but yeah yeah so that's it's amazing like, almost like sometimes i feel like it's a, it's a negotiation yeah yeah it is It it, it is amazing and i did think it I, take you
0: by surprise were you really shocked with how this sounds
1: i suppose I, yeah, because it sounds it sounds a bit sounds a bit strange, um, but I've listened to other people speak, and it kind of makes you speak more. When I've had um, hearings of other people, it makes you kind of start going, oh, and it all comes out. Comes out. And,
0: yeah, because I've I've have listened to other people speak, and you sound exactly like them. You know, it's it's a very similar use of of sound. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, obviously everyone has their own kind of accent with it in a way, but there is also a, very, a, a commonality. Yes, but I,
1: and I guess I think it's like I, I, I've tried to, because people get going, oh, you know, what does it mean? What are you saying? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like,
0: it's just I, I'm coming like, out.
1: Yeah, and I suppose... You're not like, getting,
0: like, a translation
1: at the same time. Sometimes I see pictures. Okay. So, like, a recent one I did and I uploaded, I had, had um, like, a diamond goddess. So I had wow. like lots of diamonds, lots of diamond shapes. Sometimes I'll see things like that, but I, I I suppose I I've always just gone hook straight to source. Yeah. I've never used a middleman.
0: Mm.
1: That not to like degrade what anyone else does, but I I'm just a bit like, oh, I'll just go straight there and then I'll take that down rather than using a form like a, a, a spirit guide. Yes, right. I get you.
0: Yeah. When you talk about being embodied. things that I've read that you know there's we only really incarnate with about 20 to 30 percent of our soul's energy um so when you when you've said that you've been embodied and you're now channeling this energy does that mean that potentially more of your higher self is embodied in your physical self is that what you're referring to I think
1: yeah I think I think so I think so because I think the idea that like when I when I'm bringing when I when I channel and I'm bringing it down. I'm taking it to the, the earth now. I'm taking it somewhere. It's got a job to do. It's got to go from say the galactic sun to the central sun. It's got a job. And I'm like, and I'm the middleman. I'm the navigator. I'm directing it. So it comes through me. I speak it, but then I send it down into the earth to help heal the earth. Um, whereas I think when I wasn't embodied, when I was disconnected, even though I thought I was connected, yeah, and I thought I was grounded, but I wasn't, it was just getting stuck in me, which I think was kind of actually exasperating or accelerating my disconnection maybe because i was really good at going up but I, I going down it wasn't so good there um and having worked on going down i much prefer it <laughs> wow
0: much so prefer. really being ground so for people who are already on the spiritual path being grounded is a very important practice yeah. for being able to channel or communicate with their self more or embody more and yes. or, and and move forward in that way
1: yes yeah and i think people forget that like, the earth is cosmic too mm. he's cosmic too don't leave her out yes. <laughs> like, i think we've yes. everyone wants to, yes. go want to go up galactic
0: everyone's talking about galactic federation this and that yeah, and, yeah. And do you know
1: what when it comes down to actual like healing when you're actually holding space for someone what's really important is they feel safe and that they're you're grounded and they're grounded and yeah. you're actually working on the present and what's what are they holding they don't need to hold it anymore so you can bring in who you want as long as whatever you're taking ends up either getting transmuted into light exactly. or given to the earth
0: yeah As <laughs> exactly. you know that's, that's as long as it goes somewhere else exactly yeah.
1: yeah yeah exactly so um but yeah i think being grounded and being working with the earth energy is really what we need right now um and uh yeah and whatever grounding
0: people were, people were doing before i think now it's like that stepping that game up it's amazing and so top tips for grounding obviously you mentioned some earlier maybe we just recap recap yeah. them then so, fa- sign off
1: so you can visually um visualize roots growing from your feet but don't just spread it out in the earth nearly willy take it somewhere anchor it with intention so yeah. into your Earth star chakra or deeper into the planetary heart move move movement will be like your best friend it doesn't have to be fitness and hardcore aerobics but move allow yourself just to dance and feel your body okay it's like yoga tray just you know just enjoy it um uh and to be grounded you need to be anchored so you could do that in like rituals um and clearing your space and dust being openly connected to spirit in the sense that you're asking them to do a job so at all times you're being a bit more mindful um and yeah go, people like to go for a walk on the earth and take their shoes off don't they that's a, mm. a, a good and i walk. we
0: we get replenished by the sea luckily we live by the sea and sometimes just seeing the sea or getting those positive ions are just so great it shifts all of our energy especially the boys mm. um so yeah we're very lucky to have that so close by but like you say just nature and woods and yeah and like leaning into like the
1: change in seasons like Mm, paying more attention yeah I think at the end of August when it was just you know and it just starts to edge in um I was given great advice by someone a practitioner who I see personally and he was like watch it just watch it just be still and watch the change and that's what I've done and actually it's be beautiful because you can kind of become romanced by something that's no longer scary going into winter but just seeing that transformation so in a way it's sort of that's grounding because that's
0: mindfulness too isn't it because you're kind of paying attention and aware of the change amazing thank you I think people will get a lot out of this conversation actually thank you so much
1: oh my pleasure my pleasure
0: thank you so much for listening today I really hope you enjoyed it If you did, please subscribe to this podcast, tell all your friends and it would be amazing if you could please leave me a review too. To find out more about me, visit tappingformums.com or follow me on Instagram at Sarah underscore Tobin. If you'd like to do some tapping with me for free, check out my YouTube channel, just search Tapping for Mums. For now, I wish you peace, joy and abundance on your journey.